There's a famous quote in American history, give me liberty or give me death. Statement made by Patrick Henry, March 23rd, 1775. But as is often with so many of the great quotes that we have in history, what we remember is only a portion of what he said and the greater context gives far more weight to this powerful statement. Here's what Patrick Henry said. He said this, is life so dear or peace so sweet to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Let me ask you that question again. Is life so dear or peace so sweet to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it, almighty God, he said. I don't know what choice others will make, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. Give me liberty or give me death. Because friend, that is the two options. Liberty or death. Liberty or death. Liberty or death. Let me ask you this question. Don't take it lightly. What choice are you making today? Because destiny, your destiny, is not a matter of chance. It's a matter of choice. It's not something to be hoped for. It's something to be achieved. And God gives us the opportunity, just as Patrick Henry said more than 200 years ago, I don't know what others may choose. But he said, I choose liberty. There's a, there's a powerful moment during Jesus' earthly ministry when he, he goes into Nazareth, his hometown. And Jesus, he goes into the synagogue on the Sabbath, as is his custom. And he, he stands up to speak. And he has one of the scrolls brought in of the Torah. He has one of the scrolls brought in, specifically the scroll of Isaiah. And he he reads this passage from Isaiah. In fact, take your Bibles and turn there with me to Isaiah 61. The beginning of Isaiah 61 says this. It says, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me, or the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me because he has anointed me, the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance for our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for all those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of, de of despair. Jesus quotes Isaiah 61. And then he closes the scroll and he says this. This prophecy is being fulfilled in this moment. Jesus makes this powerful statement in that synagogue in Nazareth and to you today. Jesus says, in me, the promise that God has given, the promise that God has given to proclaim the good news to the poor, to set free those who are captive, to bring joy for mourning, 
to bring comfort to, to despair. Jesus said, in me, that promise that God has made, that prophecy that has been given is being fulfilled. He says this, in me, you will find liberty. In me, you will find freedom. And, and here's what I love about that, is Isaiah 61 goes on to say this. It says, then, then, they will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting for the Lord for this for the display of his splendor. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. Friend, in you, in us, there is this incredible opportunity. There is this incredible power. There is this amazing destiny that for far too many lies dormant. But understand that God has called you to live your life as an overcomer. Oh, not just as an overcomer. But as a conqueror. And oh, not just a conqueror. He's called you to live your life overwhelmingly victorious. And here's the reason why. Because you're called to be free. He wants you to live free. And not just for you. Oh, this idea of freedom. Make no mistake, freedom is a gift for each and every one of us. Now, you, you might be here this morning and you might say, listen, the consequences of my life, the decisions that I have made, it has forfeited any right that I have to live in freedom. And God says this, there is nothing that you can do there's no decision that you can make. There's no activity that you, that you can engage in that takes you too far from his hand or plunges you too deep that his grace can't touch you, that his grace can't renew you, restore you, re-energize you. That's what God makes available to you. And here's, here's what God's word says. We see this in Galatians, in Galatians chapter 5. It tells us this. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Or it is for freedom that Christ has given us that opportunity to be free. Ephesians tells us that we are saved by grace through faith. That it is the free gift of God. The free gift of God. Let me say that again. It is the free gift of God. I don't deserve it. I cannot earn it. It is this wonderful free gift that he gives. And it's a free gift that he gives to all. I want you to say one more word with me. I want you to say the word me. Ready? Say it. Me. Come on. Me. 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 You sound like opera stars. Come on. Me. Okay. God says this. The gift of freedom is available to you today. So can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a personal question? Why are you living in bondage? Why are you living in the bondage of past pain? Why are you living in the bondage of past hurt? Why are you living in the bondage of that life-controlling habit? Why are you living in the bondage of that unhealthy and, and unholy relationship? Why is it today that you, make no mistake, friend, but that you're choosing the chains over freedom? Because the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, listen, oh, listen, 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 the same spirit 
that raised Christ from the dead is available to you today. And the power of God is at work in his church around the world today. And yet, so many of us Is life so dear or peace so sweet that we're comfortable that it be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Well, you know what it's like to live in my household. Uh, you know what? I've got this, I've got this social circle. In, in, in my job, I'm required to. And we have all these rationalizations and all these statements that we make and all these lies that we believe, and we allow ourselves to be bound. There's something incredible happens when we realize we're free. A number of years ago, the church was, was, was ravaged by uh, a couple of back-to-back -back scandals. And one of those scandals uh, had to do with the ministry of PTL. And the number two person at PTL was a gentleman by the name of Richard Dorch. Richard Dorch was a good man that unfortunately got caught up in something that went sideways. And, uh, and, and as a result of that, ended up spending some time in, in, in jail. And when he, when he got out of jail, his wife showed up uh, to pick him up. And when she showed up to pick him up, she showed up in this old kind of beat up Ford Thunderbird uh, a car, lot, lots of miles on it. Uh, it, was, it was tired, right? It, it was not what Brother Dorch was used to. And, and you know, the stories of PTL are well known. Uh, they did very well. And, and so uh, there was just, there was some, some luxurious spending that took place, right? And so, uh, and Brother Dorch had been successful in ministry even before his PTL days. Uh, he, had, he had served in, 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 in leadership of a large fellowship. Uh, and so uh, when Brother Dorch got out of, out, of, out of jail and he got into the car that his wife came to pick him up in, he sat in the passenger seat of the car and he started to weep. And, uh, and his wife looked at him and said, Richard, I know, I know that we've fallen a long way and I, I know that I know that this isn't what we're used to, but, but we have to, I believe, I believe that it's going to get better. I believe that God's got us. And he looked at her and he said, no, 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 you, you, you don't understand. You don't understand these tears. He said, these tears aren't because we don't, because we're, we're devastated financially. These tears aren't because we're driving an old beat up jalopy car. He said, these tears are because I know for the first time maybe in forever, that I'm free. He said, you know, there's nothing that can be said about me that hasn't been said. There's nothing that I have to worry about coming out. I am finally free. That's what God wants for you. God wants you to be finally free to where you can go, you know what, I don't have to worry about what they find out about me. I, I don't have to be concerned about this situation coming to light. I, 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 don't, have to, I don't have to wonder what the price is going to be for, for the activity that I'm engaged in. Freedom.
It'll take you to a new place in life. It'll take you to a new depth in relationship. It'll take you to a, a new energy in worship. And it's a gift. It's a gift that God makes available to you. Unfortunately, it's also a gift that is so easily forfeited. That's the reason why in Galatians chapter 5, it says this. It is for freedom that Christ has set you free. Do not allow yourself then to be, to be yoked again with a bondage of slavery. And can I offer you this? I see it far too often in the life of Bible-believing, church-going saints that where we step into God's freedom because we come to know the reality of who Jesus Christ is, and then very quickly we step from that freedom back into some form of bondage. Maybe it's a bondage of bad relationship. Maybe it's a bondage of religious legalism. Anyway, it can be all kinds of different bonds, but we walk in this. You know how you can tell? Because where the Spirit is, the fruit is love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. When you're walking in the freedom that God gives to you, there's a smile on your face that the world simply cannot take away. God's people, when they're walking in his will, are the happiest people on the planet. And God's house, when it is in the center of God's will, is the happiest place on earth. Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Right? But here's what happens. is We, we, this, we have this free gift that's made available to us. But we forfeit it because we forget that we were made to be free. We were called to be free. See, God did not des design you. You are hardwired for freedom. Let me say that again. You are hardwired for freedom. That's the reason why when we're operating in relationship bondage, when we're walking in, 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 a, in, a, in a bondage habit, uh, when we allow ourselves to be imprisoned by hurts that have been done to us or relationships that have gone wrong or any of those number of things that we allow to keep us bound, that we instinctively, inherently, at the depth of our soul, we know that there's something wrong, right? We can sense it. You go, this isn't right. This isn't the way that life is meant to be lived. Now, if we're not careful, what we can do is this, is we can simply give in to the bondage. In fact, all around me, I'm surrounded by people who have given in to the bondage. And I, can I offer you this? Never. Never, never, never. Oh, in this world, you will have trouble. Make no mistake about it. David wrote this. He said, he said yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You know why he, why he wrote that? Because he had to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And yes, we will face difficulty. But here's the promise of God. When you walk through the fire, it will not consume you. When you go through the flood, it, it will not overwhelm you. Because he has you. 
And so you are called to be free. Freedom is not freedom is not just about me. In fact, here's what it goes on to say in Galatians chapter 5. It says this, you, my brothers, my sisters, you're called to be free, but, but don't, don't let your freedom be simply a path that leads you to your own selfishness. Instead, use your freedom as fuel to influence the world around you. See, God doesn't want you walking in a relationship bondage because he doesn't want you to experience that. More than that, what God wants is God wants your life to be an example to the people around you that are currently outside of his wonderful gift of grace. Ma'am, sir, God doesn't want you caught up in that besetting sin, that habit that you don't want to talk about. But your family, they know about. Your friends, well, they're aware of it. Some of the people that you engage and compromise with, it's pretty clear to them. And what we'll do is we'll use these wonderful little Christian colloquialisms, right? Like, I'm not perfect, just forgiven. Right? Boy, I'm, I'm so thankful for amazing grace. And yet God says this, freedom, freedom, it's not this, it's not this get out of jail free card. What it is, it's this wonderful repositioning that allows me to live my life, not in bondage, but to live my life in incredible joy and impacting influence. We live in a real and a challenging world. If we're not careful, as Christians, we can think, I just need to get along to go along. But can I ask a question? Is life so dear? And the illusion of peace so sweet that it's worth being purchased at the price of chains? Of the chains of bitterness? The chains of brokenheartedness? The chains of unhealthy relationship? Of unwholesome habit? What is that thing in your life that is keeping you from being truly free? What is that relationship that's got you bound? What is that financial bondage that consumes you? What is that failure in your life that you can't let go of? Or that hurt that was done to you that you can't get past? And you, you spend time in God's presence. You'll come in and you find respite in worship. And you have moments, moments 
of peace. But those moments are only occasional. And far too much of your life is spent in heartache and stress. Freedom is more than a flag and a patriotic song. Freedom is more than the declarative of a nation. Freedom, friend, is the destiny that God has spoken over you. And it is time that you recognize what the enemy is using to keep you bound. And instead, to claim your promises, to declare victory over everything that oppresses. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me, Isaiah 61 says, Luke 4 says. For the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news. Good news. Here's the good news today. God brought you here for you to walk in freedom. To bring sight to the blind. Even in this moment, what God's doing is this, is God's revealing to you some of the things in your life that are keeping you bound. By the way, he doesn't, not to where you feel guilty. It's not about feeling guilty. Listen, anytime, anytime you're in an environment, especially in an environment where we're talking about the things of God and you feel guilty, you need to recognize that's not the work of God because God doesn't operate in guilt. Satan operates in guilt. And what Satan wants to do is Satan wants you to feel bad. Here's what God operates in. It's much better. God operates in conviction, okay? Satan, condemnation, or guilt. God, conviction. Condemnation, guilt, conviction. The, the understanding that my life can be different and the desire to walk in that different life that God has for me. That's conviction. I think that's a pretty cool thing. Amen? Amen. And what God wants today is this, is he wants you. As he reveals these areas of bondage, these areas that are inhibiting the freedom in your life. God wants this. He wants July 7, 2019 for this to be your day of freedom, for this to be your day of liberty, for this to be your independence day. Won't you surrender everything and anything in your life that's robbing you of living free? Won't you surrender to him? Give him that habit today. Give him that relationship today. Give him that hurt today. Give him that failure today. Give him that dream today. Surrender to him. And watch and see if he doesn't give you amazing liberty. 
Thank you for listening. We hope you've been blessed by the ministry of Calvary Orlando. We invite you to join us in person at Calvary Orlando for one of our Sunday morning worship experiences each Sunday at 10.30 a.m. To find out more about Calvary, please visit our website at calvaryorlando.org. Here you can find our latest events and ministry opportunities. Thanks for listening and God bless.